In today's bonus episode, join us as real estate heavyweights have a chance to go some extra rounds into this week's topic. Hey everyone, I'm here with Chris Thompson. Hey Chris. Hello, hello. Hello. And he owns a brokerage called Haven and does business in San Antonio, Texas. Now, Chris, there's a lot of questions we're getting kind of about commission and how people charge. Do you ever do like a minimum or a maximum commission or what do you do? I do not do a minimum or maximum. I mean, I think this business takes all kinds of uh, solutions. And so I think you have to be willing to um, do what it takes to serve your community. And uh, so I think like hard and fast rules like that make it really difficult to provide the kind of um, personal service that we like to provide. Yeah. So do you... So you don't charge anything specific. You just base it on kind of the customer's needs and what you think it's going to take to sell the house or what are you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have, we're a big military towns and I have come from uh, four generations of uh, military service members. And so we, we like to provide certain, we don't advertise them, but once we get into the door, we like to provide certain discounts, if you will, or benefits to service members, either past or present. Nice. Um, so, you know, depending on those guys, we like to say that only 1% of Americans serve in our service force. So we serve, we only charge them 1%. And so we do different things like that. Uh, I've, you know, I've never said, well, I think I could get X percent from these people. So I'm going to jack the rate up, but, um, but yeah, we we don't have we don't have like a set number, and we we base it off the clients, and you know if your family or friends or whatever your situation requires for it, then um, then we go we we do what it takes to get the deal done. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely pros and cons to like being being able to be so flexible on on what we charge, you know, because well, you own your brokerage, but for a lot yes, of people, ma'am. they don't own it, and so they're still going to get charged a certain amount from the brokerage, you know, sure. so has to be taken into consideration as well as the customer's situation for sure. Do you, um, do you ever charge like a administrative fee or anything like that too? I, actually, I do not. I, um, you know, I just don't really understand that mindset. I have in the past have said like, if you prefer, if you want to pay a, a low fee and you're willing to pay it up front, you pay that whether the house sells. I have done that in the past okay. uh, just, just to try to meet somebody where they're at, but administrative fees or technology fees or any of that sort of stuff. I personally hate being nickel and dime. And that to me feels like nickel and and I would never do business with someone that came in and said, Hey, I'm going to get thousands of dollars from you, but don't forget about this other $250. Personally for me, it just is borderline tacky. (laughs) I gotcha. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for your thoughts. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. This was a great time. Have a good one. You too. Hey, I'm with Aaron Benick Thomas. Hey, Aaron. Hello, how are you? Super. And Aaron serves Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio with Keynote Realtors. Aaron, I'm wondering, <laughs> do you offer a, do you have a minimum commission or a maximum commission? I mean, not not really, right? You know, I uh, I firmly believe you are, you are worth what you're worth, right? And the market's going to decide what you're worth. So then, would that so, be then more for like a flat fee? 
Well, I mean, yeah, I personally don't have a problem with flat fee. I think uh, the way agents focus on commission is, frankly, kind of stupid. What you do you know, mean? we we walk we walk into it and we're like, I deserve X percent, and that's it. And I won't take anything less. I won't take anything more. And da 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, what are you what are you providing? Are you focusing on your commission? Or are you focusing on the client? Right. And uh, what are you worth? What's your what's your hourly worth? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And how many hours is it going to take you to get this done? And do you feel that you're worth more than that if you can get it done in less hours than usual or less than that or, or what? And do you want to charge them a flat fee or do you want to charge them a percentage? And do you want to scale it based on what you do? Or, I mean, you know, I mean, there's a thousand ways to do it. I mean, you, you, look, at, you look at all the laws and there's so many laws out there about price fixing on commissions and stuff. Right. Um, and yet you talk to almost any age in the country and they're pretty much going to tell you 3%, right? You know, right. for the most part, most areas have these unwritten standards. So in reality, that's just what the market has decided the average agent is worth. And so are you average? Are you above average? Are you below average? No, that's an interesting way to look at it. I mean, I've definitely seen like in some of the bigger markets where, the buy side is getting like a two and a half percent instead of a three percent. But right. yeah, I've seen that too. They start to shrink it a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if if they're still charging the sellers like us. <clears throat> I don't know if the listing agent's getting more. But I like your idea of like trying to figure out what is what you do worth and then charging accordingly so really you're saying you charge it depends on the house is what you charge yeah you know that's what i tell my clients you know and uh, where, where i'm at here at keynote you know i'm, I'm in charge of uh of training retention stuff like that right. right and so one of the big questions a new agent comes in and asks is hey what do i have to charge mm-hmm. my answer is always what are you worth Right. Right. I don't have to. I'm like, listen, I can I can tell you how much keynote's going to take out of your commission check for the services that we provided, and right. if you don't feel that that's worth it, um, let's have a chat. Right. You know, it's the same conversation between brokerage and agent as it should be with agent and client. Right. I you think too, I'm almost yeah. thinking of it as like a contractor, right? So like, okay, contractor, if you get it done on time, then you get a certain amount. But if you delay it, then you get penalized. So it's like, hey, right. Mr. or Mrs. Seller or whatever, if you don't allow a showing in, <laughs> you get penalized. Right. You get a fee. Uh, yeah, and that, and that should be fair. Nobody has those discussions. So, you know, I, I've had one uh, listing where we did something like that, right? right? Where it's X amount of dollars, whether we close or not for the consultation work, right? Here's the commission we're at if we get full price or above. Yeah. Here's the commission we're at if we get below a certain point. Here's, here's the number we won't go below no matter what it sells at, right? And that was fair for everybody. You know, we're we're in a commission-based system, and and uh, you know, I think we we charge we don't even really charge that much at the end of the day when you think about it, right? Okay. I mean, on, on average, we're charging what six percent, and people are flipping out over six percent, right? And you know, sometimes you pay more just on half the other random fees to the government, but nobody focuses on that stuff. They want to focus on the variable stuff that they know they can try and control, right? Yeah. Nobody's going to convince your county to reduce transfer fees 
on right. your sale because you said so, right? Right. So that leaves it up to the agents. And we're we're just we're uh we're we're in the ring for for getting boxed out. Um, and some people take it, and some people don't. And you know, some people are better at you know convincing or proving to their clients that they're worth what they charge. Well, and quite frankly, agents do more than other agents also. You know, there's sometimes right? like you have the flat fee listings on the MLS that charge a flat fee, but like sometimes that, that's all they do. They don't do other stuff. Right. And I, I don't even think that's a wrong thing. You know, I grew up in a, in a really big, you know, international brokerage, right? Uh, that's where I got, you know, my feet wet and everything. And we were always preached that the only way to do real estate is to get out there, offer boatloads of services, boatloads of marketing, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one day it just kind of clicked to me and said, what if, what if not everybody wants that or needs that? Yeah, no, that makes you know? sense. Well, these are some good thoughts for people to think about as they're deciding, you know, what, what is their value? What are they going to charge? What's good for their business and their plan? And I appreciate you coming on. No problem. No problem. You know, I'll finish up before we leave. Mm-hmm. I've seen agents charge all over the place, uh, all sorts of different things, right? So you talk yeah. a lot about the flat fee. And yeah, I think a lot of the discussion is on that. How are we charging too much? Sometimes we forget, hey, maybe we're charging too little. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I know agents, there's an agent out and I want to say Wisconsin who charges like 7% plus like an almost thousand dollar fee on top of that that's due at signing just for all their preliminary services that they provide a boatload of services you pay for it right Um, yeah some sometimes you're charging too little yeah there may be marketing to people who want all that stuff whereas you know depending on the plan you may not want to do that stuff or you may want to do more yeah yeah. 100%. So yeah, figure, figure out what you're worth, figure out what you, what, what you offer is worth. Right. See what the market will bear. Yeah. And don't don't set limits on yourself, you know? Yeah, no, it's awesome. Well, Hey, thanks a lot, Aaron. Hey everyone. I'm here with David Sanders. Hi, David. Hello. Hey, and he's with one Sotheby's international realty out of Delray beach, Florida. That's correct. And David and I were talking about do you ever have a minimum or a maximum on your commission? A minimum or a maximum? Mm-hmm. No, I really don't have a minimum. And I certainly would never want to have a maximum. <laughs> <laughs> the, hey, the, the more you want to pay me, you know, God bless you. That's the way I put it. You know? Do you think, does your marketing plan change? Like, is there like at some point where your marketing plan cost and the things that you do, the costs associated with marketing just it doesn't make sense based on like what they're paying you. Like they're paying you way too much to, to do that. Or do you think it, it doesn't matter? I, th- I think it doesn't really matter. The reason why it, it doesn't matter is it's kind of like the law of averages. Okay. For example, as a listing agent, I handle buyers and I represent sellers and take listings. Right. So as a, so as a listing agent, the listing, the owners are the ones that pay the commission. Right. And as a listing agent, I list the $50,000 properties and I list the million and multi-million dollar properties as well. Okay. And, and what I have found, I'm sure is what everybody has found is that properties in all ranges can sell in one day, yeah. same day, and they can take a year to sell right. or more in some cases, especially if they're high dollar, little overpriced, a unique property, you know, and things like that. So 
you know, in those cases, you know, when you have a property that's unique or that's on the market for a little bit longer or that needs special marketing, you're going to spend an, a, an enormous amount of time, sometimes an enormous amount of dollars, getting that property sold for your seller. And in the end, it's about the net dividend to the seller and the owner that they're looking for. And the ones that stay on the market for three months, four months, five months, six months, eight months, maybe you spend a few thousand dollars or more in some, on a high dollar property. You could spend, you know, in the five, well into the five figures. Yeah. Market a property properly. And those make up for the one, you know, to, you know, to offset those, the ones that sell in one day and you haven't even started your marketing campaign. Those right. make up for the ones. So, and, you know, prior to taking a listing, you discuss with the sellers what their goals are, what you think the property is worth, what they think the property is worth, how much they want in that. And if you happen to get an offer in one day that meets all of those criteria and the, and the sellers are happy, then you've done your job and you deserve a commission, whatever it might be, 1%, 2%, 22%. It doesn't really matter. Right. And nine, 99 times out of 100, they're happy to pay you. That makes sense. I think it's going, it's in line with pretty much what everybody's comments were. It's like, if you don't like reduce it, if it sells in one day and you don't increase it, if it's like, or you know what I mean? Like you, it's the averages out depending I'll, over the I'll course. Give you, I'll give you a perfect example. You get into a car accident. Okay. You go seek out a personal injury attorney. You sign a representation agreement. They're going to take 33% if they settle. They're going to take 40% if they have to go to trial, okay? Some of the cases, okay, they settle in a month and they don't have to do anything and they take 33% of what you settled for. Right. If you settle for $100,000, they're getting $33,000 and maybe they only spent 10 hours doing work. Yeah. Now, now, some cases take years before they settle, hundreds of hours and then it's worth the 33%. Sometimes they go to trial and they're spending a lot of money and time and effort for potentially zero return. Right. The same thing in real estate. It's possible that that house won't sell and the sellers will cancel and you spend $5,000. And you're like, oh, uh, right. Right. So it's the same thing as, you know, I used the, the example of the personal injury attorney because they're putting their time and their money on, on the line for, for a potential windfall. Sometimes it happens in a month. Sometimes it happens in a year. And, you know, and so in the end, having someone that can market your property correct, bring the buyers that are going to write the right offers instead of just throwing it on the MLS and praying that someone comes, you know, it's worth every penny that we get paid. I have no shame, so to speak, in, you know, asking for all the money in commission because what I do is worth it and what the other agents that do their job correctly and well are worth it as well. Yeah, no, so, I get it. That makes sense. You're definitely in line with how most people feel. And I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Yeah, and, and at the same time, conversely, working with a buyer, you know, some buyers are going to say, oh, well, I'm buying a half million dollar house. Why am I going right. to, you know, why should you get paid $15,000 just because, you know, you're doing this and that and the other. It's same thing. Some buyers find a house, the first house, the first day out, and boom, they buy it and everything's hunky dory and 30 days they close and you connect and and, and you collect your check. Yeah. Other buyers, 30 homes, 50 homes, 100 homes over a, over a month, two months, six months, 
a, a year, then you go into a contract, That's and it a falls cool. out, and they go again, and so forth. So, you know, sometimes it's right. 10 hours of work, and sometimes it's 1,000 hours of work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all it's all relative. So yeah. um, I, I, I understand that the industry is shifting, and it's very competitive in some markets. My market has 80,000 licensed agents. That's and, so many. Yeah, not, and not everybody practices full, full time, but you know, for the ones that do, it's very competitive. Yeah, and I understand that there are discount agents and brokers out there, and the ones that have to discount, in my opinion, you know, are the desperate ones just uh, looking for business. May not dot every I and cross every T. May not have Buying listings technically. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. and and to have someone that's really working for you and takes your best interest as, as a buyer and 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 knows that. And, and, and you as a buyer will can can and, and will know that you're going to be protected. Yeah. You know, that's, and it costs you nothing. It's worth every penny to use a buyer's agent. And, you know, like the buyer that wants to go directly to the listing agent, who's that listing agent working for? Right. The seller. Yeah. You know, they're not working for you, so don't be fooled. No, I agree with you 100% on that. I think we, we should do another podcast about that. I'll circle back with you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Hey, well, thanks again for coming on. I appreciate it. For sure. Anytime. Bye. Happy New Year. We hope you enjoyed diving deeper into this week's topic with our real estate heavyweights. If you're interested in becoming a featured heavyweight, please reach out through our toe-to-toe podcast Facebook page. 